Welcome to the Not All Better Show. I'm Paul Vogelsang, and this is episode number 395. As part of our business build-out CEO interview series, our guest today on the Not All Better Show is Dr. Gary Jacob. Despite an incredibly busy, demanding schedule, Dr. Jacob agreed to join us and answer questions about himself, his background successes, and the success of the company Imuron, where Dr. Gary Jacob is CEO. Imuron, as you'll hear from Dr. Jacob and have heard on previous programs, makes the successful Travelan product. In preparation for today's interview, I had a series of pre-calls with Dr. Jacob, and I will tell you, I personally am hoping for as much energy, brain power, and pure business acumen as this man. Dr. Jacob is an impressive person. Dr. Jacob will impress you as he has me with his expertise, his experience, and a deep knowledge of science. Briefly, Dr. Gary Jacob is the Chief Executive Officer of Imuron and has 30 plus years of extensive experience in the pharmaceutical and biotechnology industries. And he covers multiple disciplines, including research and development, operations, business development, capital financing activities, and senior management expertise. I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation, and I know you will. Finally, before we introduce Dr. Jacob, I will tell you that we anticipate having Dr. Jacob back soon to give us more about himself and his background, so stay tuned. But please, today, join me in welcoming to the Not Old Better Show via internet phone, Dr. Gary Jacob. Dr. Gary Jacob, welcome to the program. Hello, Paul. It's a pleasure to be speaking with you this afternoon. It's great to talk to you. I am excited to have this conversation with you. You you have just fascinating background. You also have a ton of energy, Dr. Jacob. So I wonder if you'd tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started, especially in relation to science and pharmaceuticals. Well, Paul, first of all, thank you for the very kind words. And, of course, I am very excited about uh well, I've been excited about drug discovery and drug development my whole life. And, of course, I'm very excited since I took over as the CEO of Imuron. Just I'll be coming on to my one-year anniversary in November. But my interest in science uh, go all the way back to my earliest days as a boy. In fact, I think listeners might be uh, interested to hear that uh, I, I became an Eagle Scout. And uh, of the 24 or so merit badges, Paul, that hmm. I amassed from the time I became a Boy Scout 11. <laughs> I don't think the viewers, and the listeners, rather, would be too surprised to hear that my very first merit badge was chemistry. Uh, so well, that is another impressive that. fact about you, Dr. Jacob. That is wonderful. Congratulations. Well, thank you. I'm very proud of that. But, of course, I yes. had a very, interest, very early interest in science. And, uh, and from, the very, from my earliest ages, I always imagined that I would be um, a scientist when I grew up. And uh, I went to uh, university. I ultimately got my Ph.D. from the University of Wisconsin in Madison in biochemistry and molecular biology. Uh, surprise, surprise. And then I, I um, had the opportunity after a postdoctoral uh, at uh, the IBM T.J. Watson Research Center where I was studying um, metalloenzymes, bio, biochemical enzymology, to join Monsanto G.D. Searle. Monsanto actually... Uh, acquired G.D. Searle in 1985. In the 80s, uh, Monsanto was really looking to move from a more con con conventional chemistry company into a pharmaceutical-focused healthcare company and acquired G.D. Searle in 1985. And some of the listeners might be interested to know that at the time that Monsanto acquired G.D. Searle in 1985, the actual president of G.D. Searle was our formal, former illustrious uh, 
Secretary of Defense, Donald Rumsfeld. And uh, he actually left and, and went into public service after uh, Monsanto acquired G.D. Searle. But um, G.D. Searle was acquired in 1985. I joined Monsanto G.D. Searle in drug discovery, drug development, spent about five years at Oxford University in a program in, in, in anti-inflammatories and at that time infectious disease, HIV discovery and development, and then came back in, in 1990 to St. Louis where Monsanto and G.D. Searle had their basic research uh, uh, really uh, concentrated at the time. And we built that, uh, that anti-inflammatory franchise that led to the development of Celebrex, the first uh, what's called a COX-2 inhibitor. It's a form of an NSAID, a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug, which was revolutionized the treatment of people with uh, rheumatoid and osteoarthritis. And many listeners, I, I, I imagine, are, are familiar with Celebrex. It's now marketed by Pfizer. Pfizer ultimately acquired uh, G.D. Searle through a merger of Pharmacia back in about 2002. Uh, and so in the, it was a, night, a very exciting time in the, in the 1990s with the development of Celebrex, and that was occurred in St. Louis at, at the headquarters there for their research and development. And then uh, I left in 2000 and came east, where I am, where I am now. I, I live actually in, in Manhattan in New York, and was the co-founder of a company called Synergy, and the co-inventor of a drug that is now marketed by Bausch Health. It's called Trulance. It's a drug that treats functional GI disorders. And I imagine many of your listeners, particularly uh, women, uh, suffer from irritable bowel syndrome, chronic idiopathic constipation. And I'm the co-inventor of of the drug Trulance that actually we uh, invented in the early 2000, 2002, uh, developed on our own, raised over half a billion dollars to take that through to, uh, through two FDA approvals, one in IBS and the other in chronic idiopathic constipation. And that was conducted in over 5,000 patients in four registration trials with FDA that uh, involved over 350 clinical sites throughout the U.S. And we did that all on our own, actually launched that drug in January of 2017, specifically for the chronic idiopathic constipation. And followed with a second launch, uh, and uh, I was proud it, uh, to, to say that I, I was involved in co-inventing and developing and seeing a drug approved by FDA and launched. And uh, so that was uh, really a, an exciting time and a very rewarding time. And then um, about, a, a little, about a year ago, actually, I uh, was approached and had the opportunity to take a good hard look at Immuron I was very excited at what I saw, and I, as I mentioned earlier, became the CEO in November of 2018. So I, I um, have always been interested. It's in my part of my DNA in drug discovery and drug development. And uh, what I really liked when I took a good, hard look at Travelland and uh, Immuron was the technology platform that they have generated and the opportunities to use that both for civilians as well as for the military. Dr. Jacob, I appreciate all of that, especially the mention of those Fortune 100 business names in your career, such as Pfizer, Monsanto, GD, Searle, and products like Celebrex. That is impressive. Now, as CEO of Imran, tell us about the specific breakthroughs, the specific scientific breakthroughs, rather, that have occurred leading to the development of Travelin. And what's in store for Travelin and its future 
efficacy as a treatment for, for diarrhea? So, Paul, that's a great question. And uh, first of all, I should point out that Travelan is a brand name for a product that is marketed by Imuron, and it's been marketed for many years. In fact, it was first launched, Paul, in Australia as a listed medicine through their Therapeutics Goods Administration all the way back in 2004. And so it's been marketed there as a listed medicine specifically to reduce the risk of traveler's diarrhea. Um, more recently, it was launched in the U.S. Uh, here in the U.S., it's, it's, it's marketed as a dietary supplement, so it did not go through a formal FDA process through, uh, to, uh, to a drug. And that'll be a, an element of my interest in what I'm looking to do at Imuron. It's also marketed in Canada as a natural health product, and there it's in, it's, it has an indication to reduce the risk of traveler's diarrhea. We market it here in the U.S., because of its benefit in, in treating a, as a hyperimmune colostrum dietary supplement uh, issues around GI disorders. And, of course, one of the things that I'm very excited about is, uh, just um, to digress a moment, is that uh, although we're marketing Traveline here as a dietary supplement, I've implemented a uh, strategic move to take Traveline through an approval process with FDA we have an FDA meeting coming up, and we're looking to actually generate some some considerable clinical data that further support the the, the actual role of Travelan in as a prophylactic, a specific prophylactic that is something that protects you from developing traveler's diarrhea. Uh, a successful FDA approval would lead to Travelan having the claim that it can specifically prevent travelers to it. the only product that would have that claim. Other products uh, treat the, the traveler's diarrhea once you have it. Uh, in an in, in average year, there are over 40,000 people who die in hospital from infections with C. difficile. It's a, a very hardy bug. It's a, you can consider it a super bug. It's one of the issues that I will get into it when I talk about what is unique about Imuron and its technology as opposed to antibiotics, which have created uh, for us a, a, a situation where the disturbing our bacterial flora has led to the development of these superbugs, such as MRSA uh, and C. difficile, which can then wreak havoc on, 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 our, uh, on our GI tract and, and ultimately lead to high levels of mortality. So there are a lot of interesting and exciting things that are going on uh, at Imuron, as well, of course, as our marketing of Traveland, which we believe has great potential as we move forward. Let's talk a little bit about colostrum, because I think that's going to be, at least for my audience, a term that we're all going to need to learn a little bit more about it. Of course, probiotics and the elderly, the focus of my audience, are going to, they're, going to, they're going to want to know a little bit more from you about colostrum. There are probably some myths out there, maybe some lack of understanding. Maybe that's a good way to put it. But why don't you tell us about colostrum, the breakthroughs, particularly as they've impacted Travelan, and this message that you have about antibiotics, because I think that's an important one to focus on too. So, Paul, I... I, I... Imagine that um, not too many of your audience is familiar with the term colostrum, but colostrum is the first milk at birth of, of, a, of a mammal, uh, such as a cow or, or a human being for that matter. Uh, colostrum is nothing like normal human milk or, uh, or bovine uh, milk that we drink. If, you, if I were to show you a glass full of colostrum, it is very yellow, it's very viscous, uh, it's, it's dense, and it isn't anything like normal milk. 
Colostrum is generated in that first period right at birth to provide a form of passive immunity. So uh, turning to, to humans, when a, a mother gives birth to a child, that child essentially has no immune system. It's immature. And that child's at risk of, of infectious agents. And so nature's evolved a way to protect that child until it has the time to develop its own immune system. And that, 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 that approach that nature took was to create this colostrum that the, the mother produces during that first period, within the first day of birth. And that colostrum provides a form of passive immunity, Paul, for the newborn until that newborn has an opportunity to be exposed and develop antibodies and its own innate immune system to protect itself. So what is unique about colostrum is uh, on weight by weight, 40% of it is comprised of antibodies, of IgG antibodies, we refer to them in, in the scientific uh, world. These antibodies can be generated against a variety of microorganisms and, uh, and other agents that can put that uh, newborn at risk. And the same thing applies to cows. So a, 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 a calf that's newborn can be at risk. And so the, 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 the cow actually provides this colostrum to protect the, uh, the animal at birth. What we use is that, that technology to provide colostrum, a unique form of colostrum. We call it a hyperimmune bovine colostrum. And by that, I mean that we use our patented vaccines to specifically uh, generate uh, in, 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 uh, in the cows that are pregnant uh, a specific hyperimmune bovine colostrum that is unique against specific bacterium, virus, antigen, antigenic agent that we choose to focus on. So in the case of Travelan, what we've done is using a proprietary vaccine of a cocktail of 13 or so different uh, in, uh, pathogenic E. coli that produce traveler's diarrhea, we vaccinate those cows so that we generate a colostrum that is highly enriched against that specific agent. And that can be used to knock, knock it out when it's given orally. So our colostrum isn't your just average, everyday colostrum. It's a unique colostrum that's generated against a specific uh, target. In the case of, again, Travelan, it's for ETEC. Those, that stands for enterotoxigenic E. coli. Uh, when we look to go after C. difficile, we use our patented vaccines against C. difficile, which is a gram-positive bacterium and has spores and vegetative cells, and we can generate a colostrum that is unique in going after that particular agent. And again, of course, with the program, VAST program, now that we're developing with the U.S. military, with the Department of Defense, uh, they're, of course, very interested in us because of other infectious agents that have wreaked havoc amongst the deployed military personnel throughout the world. So this is a technology that I, I was really excited by, and I believe that uh, it has great applications in the infectious disease area. And the other element about that, Paul, is that this is a non-systemic agent, so it's taken orally. So this is a, a uh, the, the product Travelan is actually uh, caplets of a, a basically uh, sprayed dried colostrum powder from these animals that we've vaccinated, and uh, it's a uh, it's, in, in, of course, enriched, but it's taken orally, and it doesn't get into the bloodstream, essentially. So it is a passive immunity that is generated in the GI tract without putting the individual at the risk of the variety of potential 
toxic side effects that you can get if you have an agent that is systemically uh, uh, traveling throughout the whole body. So as a consequence, we have an excellent safety profile with this product. And in fact, uh, over 600,000 units of Traveler had been sold worldwide since 2004 uh, with uh, an excellent safety uh, uh, record for uh, that particular product. So that's what I also like is the safety uh, characteristics of this product. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard you speak about today's antibiotics, and you, you use the term superbugs. Colostrum and uh, its... Uh, its incorporation within Travelan really sets it apart as a medicine. And so I wonder if you'd tell us, go into some detail about that subject, because I think that's an important one for our audience to understand, this distinction between some of the issues around the superbugs and then where colostrum really stands. That's an excellent question, Paul. And it opens up the broader issue of the overuse of antibiotics in, you know, over the last couple of decades. And I should point out, I, I imagine listeners hear the term microbiome a lot. Uh, actually, um, really is just a fancy term for your bacterial flora. That's what we used to call it prior to it being labeled as microbiome. And I, I should mention that that probably came about because when we sequenced the human genome, we referred to that human array of genes as the genome. And then the proteins derived from these genes we call the proteome, and then all the metabolism associated with that we call the metabolome. And so, of course, the bacterial flora, that is your array of good bacteria and bad bacteria that make up your unique individual microbiome, it's referred to as a microbiome, and that basically is just, you know, the old parlance, the, uh, the, the bacterial flora. And your bacterial flora is unique it, to each individual. It's comprised, as I mentioned earlier, of, of an array of, of bacteria, some good, some that uh, are bad. And the use of antibiotics and overuse has imbalanced that microbiome, the bacterial flora, so that uh, agents like um, uh, you know, staphylococcus, you, you've generated by overuse a methicillin-resistant form of staphylococcus. It's referred to as MRSA or C. difficile I mentioned, which now is wreaking havoc in hospitals, all because of the overuse of antibiotics, which disturbs the microbiome, this bacterial flora, and then enables a a bad bacterium to take over and and, and create problems for the individual. So the overuse of antibiotics have led to this development of these, uh, these superbugs, refer to them, which have become resistant to the antibiotics. And so, uh, in fact, for example, for the use of uh, traveler's diarrhea, uh, the International um, Society of Travel Medicine recommends against the use of antibiotics, except in the case of worse, very, very serious uh, traveler's diarrhea, where they then will, uh, you know, will use uh, a um, Cipro or Zyfaxin, which are, Zyfaxin is actually approved for traveler's diarrhea, but uh, in fact, it they don't want to see us continually overuse antibiotics because they continue to lead to uh, more resistant uh, bugs that are, are then taking over and, and giving us the problem with these superbugs that we are experiencing. And in fact, the industry is very, and the FDA is very concerned about this uh, lack of, uh, of antibiotics that really will work with the, against these superbugs. The beauty of what 
our product is, is that it's not an antibiotic. So it doesn't disturb this microbiome. And in fact, we believe that it can complement the use of antibiotics, particularly in the case of C. difficile, where you get this recurrent Clostridium uh, difficile infection because the bugs are resistant to the antibiotic. And we have strong animal data to show that this product that we're developing as well, uh, 529, for specifically for recurrent C. difficile, can work in, in combination to reduce the generation of recurrent C. difficile. So well, I like to point out that we are a non-antibiotic company. We, we, we market a product that doesn't alter, doesn't affect your bacterial flora in a negative way. Dr. Jacob, please tell our audience where they can get Travelan. Sure. Well, of course, um, the, um, the product, as I mentioned, I, has been available for some time at XUS, but since we've marketed, we've started to really vigorously market uh, Traveland in the U.S., uh, we, we make it available for those individuals who are planning on, uh, on traveling uh, XUS. We make it available at the number of the passport health travel clinics that are located throughout the U.S. Uh, more uh, more uh, available uh, uh, travel on uh, for those who don't uh, frequent these travel clinics. It's it's available and on, on Amazon and through our e-commerce program. So the individuals who want to to to, to purchase traveling need go no further than Amazon and just type in that word and uh, you're 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 able to 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 purchase it there. And so. Uh, we're looking very hard to make the uh, product more available to everyone here in the U.S., and that's something that we're going to focus on more and more in, as we move into 2020. Dr. Jacob, earlier in our conversation, you referred to the Department of Defense, and I know that the relationship between Travelan and the Department of Defense is a special one. It's, it's very important. So what's next there? Where does Travelan fit? into the mix of, of important troop use? And why is this so important to our country? Well, thank you, Paul, for asking that question, because we're actually very proud of our collaboration with the Department of Defense, the, the U.S. Army, the, and, and the U.S. Navy. Uh, and uh, very excited that this technology has potential applications. In fact, I will go beyond saying potential, but real applications, not just potential, in, in benefiting our soldiers and sailors throughout the world. Uh, and, of course, these, these deployed military uh, have had a long history, Paul, of being affected by acute infectious uh, diarrhea that it presents in, in Southeast Asia, in Africa, and other parts of the world that all of our servicemen and women uh, serve. And uh, we started... Uh, our collaboration, Paul, with the uh, Department of Defense in 2016 uh, in uh, a program with uh, the Walter Reed Army Institute of Research, where they, they, uh, they analyzed Traveland, and they, they were able to show that Traveland binds to uh, 180 or so pathogenic strains of bacteria that they had obtained from infected personal deployed these were personnel deployed throughout uh, Southeast Asia, Cambodia, Thailand, uh, Nepal, and they found that they that Traveland actually uh, binds 
not only the E. coli, the enterotoxigenic E. coli that we, as I mentioned, use in our in our uh, in our vaccines to generate Travelin, but also in strains of Shigella and Campylobacter, which are particularly targets for the military. So back in 2016, we started on a program with the U.S. Army, the Walter Reed Army Institute, specifically to develop a, 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 a product that would protect the personnel against Shigella. That Shigella, Shigellosis is a major problem for, for Army uh, in particular. And then just recently, Paul, uh, actually on uh, October the 2nd, uh, we announced a, uh, uh, a new collaboration with the U.S. Navy, the, the, uh, the Navy Medical Research Center, to specifically de- use our technology to develop a product that works against Campylobacter, which, and, as well as ETEC. The, the whole idea is that we want to enhance our products so that for particular military uses, it has additional protective characteristics. And so Campylobacter is a major target for the, for the, for the Navy and for the, for the Armed Forces. Uh, about 35% or so of all of the infectious uh, diarrhea, acute diarrhea that they see in Southeast Asia is attributable to uh, Campylobacter. And I mentioned Travelan itself actually cross-reacts, but uh, the Navy has spent considerable effort to develop super vaccines, and we're in the process now of using their, those vaccines through our technology. I, I should point out that this technology is unique because we have access to a herd of 5,000 cattle in New Zealand. Now, the advantage of cattle in New Zealand is this is a privileged uh, population of animals that are unique because they are not subject to mad cow disease, that the, you know, that bovine spongiform encephalopathy that obviously is, has been a major concern that uh, that one has, and that's not an issue with the animals in New Zealand. So the the, the bovine colostrum that we generate is from this herd, and so we've had uh, many years of experience in, in utilizing that herd of pregnant cows. And what we're used to doing now is using these vaccines from the from the Navy, as well as uh, the Shigella vaccines that the Army has provided us to generate hyperimmune bovine colostrum that can be then effectively evaluated at the U.S. Navy and Army Research Centers to develop products that are unique for our armed forces, as well as providing us with additional products that we can use for the civilian purposes. So we're very pleased and honored, actually, with our program with the uh, U.S. Department of Defense. We believe it also will benefit uh, all of of our our, our civilian population as well. Dr. Gary Jacob, we are just so grateful for your time. We're grateful for all your hard work. We appreciate the research, the effort, Travelam, what it's doing for the troops, and uh, especially for our audience in general. We're going to put links up to where we can find out more information about Dr. Jacob, about Travelam, about all of the discussion that we've had today. But Dr. Gary Jacob, Thank you again, and thanks for being so generous with your time. We'd love to have you come back and talk a little bit more. There are just so many interesting things I could have, I could have gone down a couple different rabbit holes with you, but I thought we we stuck to it, and and uh, I think this has just been a, a wonderful conversation. So I'm I'm uh, I'm thrilled to have you as a guest, and would love to have you back. Well, thank you, Paul. It's actually been a privilege for me to speak with you today. My special thanks to Dr. Gary Jacob for joining me today. And please check out the Not Old Better Show website for more details in Dr. Jacob's bio. 
And of course, my thanks always to the wonderful Emiron and Traveland team for all they do to support the show, the Not Old Better Show. Talk about better. Thanks, everybody.